Oh, hey, come here. Listen in. I've got a secret. If you want more content than you get every Thursday and you want, I don't know, a podcast maybe on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday, additional to this regular podcast, which you get early on a Wednesday, that's right. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash podcast For as little as £2 a month, you get access to all this bonus content. Over 100 episodes of the Extra Slag Eye podcast. We've got Dog Walks with Davy coming at you two days a week. And as well, the Piece de Resistance, the, the crying jewel, the, the dildo in the sky. Is that a phrase? I don't know. But the guest podcast every Friday. And do we have some guests coming up for you? The answer to that question is yes. We do. It's going to be great, but it's a secret between me and you. So head to patreon.com forward slash slag podcast. Subscribe today. Hey, and you won't be let down. I'll try not to wink. That was great, babe. Sorry. If you don't know, guys, it's time to know. I'm doing my new show, Bits and Pieces, live on Saturday, the 10th of September at the historic Ulster Hall in Belfast. I cannot wait for this. Tickets are now available. So if you don't want to miss out on what people are saying is going to be the the most must-see show of 2022. And by people, I mean me, to you guys, mainly every week in this podcast, but still people, and I count I'm a person. Go to Ticketmaster.com or the Ulster Hall website, or just follow any links through any of my social media bios, and you'll be able to go and buy yourself a ticket to see what I guarantee will be my best show to date. There you go, suck on that. Stick out in your pipe and smoke with you a bunch of fruitcakes. I'll see you there, 10th of September, Ulster Hall. The Slag Eye Podcast is brought to you in association with NI Takeaways, best burger joint 2022, that's right, the now famous fat as fuck fat bastard burger, I dropped the box reading that real sweet slogan there, but fat bastard burger has been recognised by the you know, the Oscars of Northern Irish fast food takeaways, the NI Takeaway Awards, as the best burger. And why is it the best burger here, you ask? Hmm, do you like your meat fat? Hmm, yes. Do you like your meat tasty? Hmm, yes. Do you like a full mouth? Do you like to have your mouth completely stuffed full of big fat beef? Well, hey, Fat Bastard Burger is the place for you. Fat Bastard Burger is situated right in the heart of North Down on High Street in God's country, that is Banger. And if you guys are looking, I don't know, burgers with pretty gnarly names, look no further. You're talking Fat Bastard, a cheesy fat bastard, a porky fat bastard, crazy for cock, which by the way, you know, could be just, uh, you know, what you are as a person, as well as meaning you want a chicken burger. Either way, it's going to be a great time. Um, If you want to know more about the guys at Fat Bastard Burger, you know what you need to do, Ben? I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to follow them on Instagram at Fat Bastard Burger. And bear in mind, in Bastard, there's no second A. It's B-A-S-T-R-D. So if you can't find it, don't blame me. Go on Facebook at B-A-S-T-R-D Burger and you'll find them there. You'll see what's in the menu, you'll see what's up, and hey, you'll have a great time. And while we're talking about Fat Bastard Burger, let's talk about their sister company, ROG's original sponsors, Bebe Adrianos. They've only been nominated for the best healthy takeaway this year. So not only are they delicious, hey, I'm saying this without any sarcasm, they're nutritious. So get yourself the Fat Bastard Burger and Bebe Adrianos and check them out now.
It wouldn't be the Sly Guy podcast without giving a shout out to our original sponsors, Modest Beer. You know it by now, these guys produce what's arguably one of the quickest growing beers in not just the country, but in the whole, I mean, gotta be careful here because of politics, UK and Ireland. Modest Beer started out as a small independent brewery, brewing small batch beers right here in Hollywood County Down. They've expanded. They're taking over the world, but they'd never tell you they are. They're a wee bit like Vladimir Putin in that respect, and that they will take over the world, but they'll do it in a real sly way, which is why they're the sponsor of this podcast. If you want to know more about Modest Beer, check them out on all social media platforms at the handle at Modest Beer, or visit their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk, to find out the nearest stockist. Learn a little bit about Modest Beer. Check out their really sweet merch, which is stunning. Let's be honest, it's beaut merch. Get yourself hooked up with that. You'll not regret it. I love Modest. You should love them too. They'll not tell you that because they're Modest. Check them out. Enjoy the podcast. I'm the Slag Guy. Hello and welcome to the Slag Guy podcast. Guess what? People have been calling me Babble of late. You know why that is, Ben? Because I'm on fire. Listens are on the Oh, oh no, people lost their... Yeah, I know it's shit, people lost their job, but I didn't start the fire. Get off my back, read the podcast. This is what we're signing up for. I hope everyone gets a job soon. But pre-mark's too old, and I'm an up-to-date comedian, so move with the times. But what I'm saying, this podcast is on fire. Listens are going up. Again, still, video watches need to go up. People, if you're listening on YouTube, share it on your Instagram stories. Retweet it. Tell people about it. What Whatever I'm that, go meet your friends. See if your friends, like, listen. I'm feeling pretty dumb. I feel pretty down the dumps. I need to speak to somebody. Life's got pretty tough. Say, I'll speak to you. But before they even say boo, jump in and go, do you listen to the Sly Guy podcast every Thursday? And they say every Friday, I don't know. You can listen to it any day you want because it's available always. But that's what I would jump in and say, listen. If you want your life to improve, listen to the Sly Guy podcast. There we are. Welcome to the show. Can I just jump in quickly? What what are you going to jump in with now? This is... Breaking news. Break, break Hold on. Now, when I when you say breaking news, how interesting will this be for the people listening to the podcast? A solid 8 out of 10. An 8 out of 10. Right, hit me with it. Britney Spears has confirmed she's pregnant with her third child. So, and what do you mean she's pregnant and her third child is the parent of father? So <laughs> thank you. Britney Spears has revealed she's pregnant with her third child. So she, no, so who the dads are third? Am I am I just totally? I have not mentioned idiotic? the father at all. Right, this. okay. I presume he was involved in some way, like Bob. So, right, no, no. Okay, why is I, this is not going to be a good podcast? Straight off the bat, I'm like, whether so she's pregnant and she has two kids already, and this is number three. Correct. Right, okay. Because whenever you said to me, Britney Spears is pregnant with her third child, having seen the way Britney Spears has been getting on social media. That wouldn't surprise. I would go, all right, okay. You know, again, what I will say so far is, um, see, since Brittany got free from her dad, you kind of see why she wasn't free from her dad. You know, a lot of stuff she put up, you're going, you know, the people are like, free Brittany. You know that guy that was crying? Have you ever seen that video footage? Leave Brittany alone. Like him, no, leave her alone. Like whenever afterwards, he's probably like, meh, meh. You know, maybe don't. Maybe, not, not that you know, alone. Don't don't leave her. Maybe not. Like, he meant alone for a matter. Don't leave her to her own devices. I think looking back, you're like, oh no. Brittany, you know, God love her. Because Brittany was forced to be. Brittany's parents are. <laughs> they're like, 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 twin, like the naughty's version of um, Joe Jackson. And a lot of people were like, oh, Joe Jackson is awful to those Jacksons. But hey, rolling, rolling on, in dubs. Is that what they say? Rolling on dubs? 
is that a sign for having cash? Who knows? But Joe Jackson made those We Five Gimp stars. You know, he made Michael the number one music artist probably of all time. And he also made him not only number one um, music artist of all time, but also look like a human ghost. So, I mean, he's a multi-talented guy. But Britney's dad had taken control of Britney and kind of like, was it just her money he was in control of? Like the conservatorship? But basically what has happened is they were like, listen, the courts are like, yeah, Britney can look after herself. She can make her own decisions. She can be responsible for everything. Within a week, Britney's just like got her asshole gaped on Instagram. You're like, oh no. Please, Britney, no. No one needs to see that. Have you ever heard Britney Spears speak? Not, not in a while, no. She, she's got a, like a weird, like she speaks like a little child. Her voice is so weird. And I noticed that doesn't sound like a child, but it's creepy. Like watching anything Britney Spears puts online now is creepy, which makes me think that her getting pregnant was maybe involved with some creep guy like a bit, or a third child who knows but who's the does it say anywhere does she have a boyfriend she's a partner um, Sam Wise I guess her her Harry her. sorry Brit- we'll, we'll google this here Britney Spears boyfriend Sam Spireweird did you say <laughs> A-S-G-H-A-R-I I mean well his name's Sam as Gary is it as Gary um, and I mean Sam as Gary looks like a pretty normal guy you know are Britney Spears and Sam as Gary still together for the unverse Britney and Sam have been dating for years now and they've re- maintained a strong relationship fair play to them yeah well you know what if Britney is well physically and mentally and she's in a strong relationship with Sam as Gary you know good luck to them with their with their, with their new child Albeit, I definitely think Britney's not not the well the most well person in the world. But you know, Sam is Gary is an absolute dream book. To be fair to him, Isn't so I? yeah. <laughs> oh, oh wow, you fairly <laughs> chirped up there. He's like fucking ready, fucking ready is pardon. Oh why, fucking Sam is Gary. Wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind him fucking. Wouldn't mind as Gary and his fucking hole. And it doesn't make any sense. Don't know what that. That means, but we'll we'll maybe just look up Samus Gary to see if I mean, would it be wrong to say Samus Gary's a model? Ben, would you predict? Um, he says he's an actor. I've not seen him in anything uh, apart from his swim trunks. I'm, oh yes, I want to see more. Um, look at that. He's a pretty jack guy, and yeah, cute, very cute. I mean, I I I would rather date Samus Gary than Britney to be honest. Um. But yeah, I mean, they look like they're in a strong relationship. Seeing him with Britney makes me feel like, you know, maybe maybe she's doing all right. But then, like, have you looked at her Instagram at all? You told me about it once. Yeah, man. I never went back. Not not a safe place. Oh, Sam is Gary's ex-girlfriend's not happy. She's like, fuck's sake. Why the fuck's she engaged to Britney? I don't know. But what is Britney now, like, 60 or some shit? Not sure, not sure 60's quite right, but... 60, listen, they all are. You know what I mean? That's what happens. You end up being a child star. Next thing you know, you're 60. She's 40? Well, fact check that, because I've said on this podcast she's 60, so there you have it. Britney, you heard it here first, Britney Spears is indeed 60. So, yeah, that, well, I don't even know what I was going to say there. You totally threw me off guard with that, that news about Britney. But listen, all I want to say is Britney, Sam is Gary... You guys, uh, I wish you all all the success in the world with your your pregnancy. I wish you all the success in the world with your child. And by the way, you're both 
friends of the show and welcome on the guest episode anytime you want. As I said at the start, of this, I recorded you know a podcast there with, with two guests, and I did. Have you checked the audio on that yet, or have you checked and you haven't checked it? No. I haven't checked any of it, but let's just go with. Would you it's do? Very would good. what was your thoughts when you found out that I was going to have two guests on the podcast at once? It's the first time I've ever had two at once. I was, I was a bit nervous about it, mm-hmm. but from what you've said, made looks. In what respect do you do you not think I'm capable of doing tech based things? What was the last one you forgot the? Oh, Shane, I didn't charge my batteries and, and I had to reset them. But the, seven, the, the one, one before that. Oh, Andrew Ryan, yeah, yeah. What, what it did was I hit record in the camera, but not, not the sound. See, I'm, I'm very confident in your abilities, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, unlike Brittany, should have a conservatorship. You know, my dad, if I know my dad, absolutely 0% my dad, my mummy, should have full control over my. Like, what, what does, a, does it. In fact, you know what? People pass comments on Brittany's conservatorship all the time but never really know what it is what is a conservatorship and you know what though I do hate seeing when people just butt in um, and they're like let, let her do whatever she wants have you ever seen the film The Ring yeah everyone was like oh no Samara's parents are slow, so sly killing her and throwing her down a well she was a bitch and she was going to murder everyone so hey she got to come up and it's all I'm saying let's explain Britney's conservatorships Um. It was set up in 2008. This is Britney specifically. And why was it set up? The singer became... The singer began... <laughs> Fuck me. Let me have let me have more strong coffee to try to learn how to speak correctly. And you know what there is here whilst I'm reading this story? A real nice photo of Vladimir Putin playing with his wee pet dog. Say what you want about him. That's cute. You know, you can have whatever opinion you want of Vladimir Putin. That's... Vladimir Putin right there. You know what, Ben? I'm going to send you that photo because I, I want you to put that on the screen because that is so cute. Um, the singer, I know this is weird to say with a Northern Irish accent, the singer began behaving erratically, which if you're from Belfast means sexually, but if, you, if you're from like North Down like myself, it just means mental oriental. Um, after a divorce from Kevin Federland, you know, I think the behaviour uh, started erratically was was maybe before she got divorced from K-Fed. I think actually getting married to Kevin Federland is the start of erratic behaviour. And a series of public incidents raised concern about her welfare when she hit the headlines for shaving her head and hitting a photographer's car with an umbrella. I mean, it's just a Rihanna video, that, isn't it? In 2008, 2008, she was twice admitted to hospital under temporary psychiatric assessment. Well, you know what? Everyone forget no no well no one forgets but they forget the extent. Remember Brittany fully went like not well in the head. Like that's what my granny would say, oh he's not right in the head. Brittany wasn't right in the head. So whenever whenever you're shaving your head bald and attacking taxi drivers with umbrellas, you probably shouldn't be able to make decisions revolving around multi million pounds worth of of, of cash I don't know what what I'm thinking real estate no what's the word and like not inheritance gee what I have too much coffee today and not enough food what's it called when you have all your belongings and your money and all it's not like your assets assets that's the word asset management thank you Ben this is why you're here and you know what by the way credit where it's due once and once only and then afterwards I'm doing the Will Smith and I don't mean slap me in the face I mean hitting the wee mind blanker people have been saying they've been enjoying you being in this mic so don't be getting too big for your boots but I agree Um, yeah Brittany 
Britney's Britney's something else. She's out of it now. We'll be chatting about before we get into conservatorship. Yeah, you're trying to look up what it was. Yeah, what it was. What I'm going to say, it's it's fair. I think what it is, right now. I think what I would say. Now take this as you wish, with a pinch of salt or otherwise. That conservatorship. Now, again, I don't really know enough about it. Is when somebody goes boogaloo. And someone else who's not as boogaloo goes nish nish. That's conservatorship. And I would like somebody to put that on line as a permanent um as a permanent statement as to what that means. And we'll all go from there. Now, by the way, I do realise off the bat here, I have sounded like somebody that does need a conservatorship because I've sounded incoherent. I've sounded like I'm on some sort of drugs myself. The only drug I'm on is caffeine and love. And that's it. And also a probably have the um, the guts of a of a of a four day hangover. I just want to point out there, as everyone knows, I'm not a big drinker. I'm sorry. I need to just save this photo of putting his dog right now because this, this is my screensaver. Beautiful. Is this sort of photo you would cry at with your hangover. Yes, this is the kind of photo. You know, this no, no. This photo of Putin is the kind of photo I wouldn't cry over that I would with a hangover go on to some like photo website and I would get it put on a canvas and I would order it with a hangover and then it would come to my house and I'd be like why have I got just put it down the downstairs toilet yeah put it, put it in the dictator bathroom in the uh, in the bath. I gotta tell you what I love dogs I love big dogs I don't love Vladimir Putin but I love big dogs and Ben can you can you can you just see this like just look just what's up to me I can't Okay, just turn your computer around now. No, I'm not going to do that because I don't want people to see the screen. The screen of doom. Um, but, yes. What am I, what am I Googling to find this? Google, right. Google. Put, right, this is, <laughs> this is going to sound weird because this is, could sound very much like a page that I created myself. Putin's mysterious Facebook superfans on a mission. <laughs> Which, I mean, what a great story. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has been widely condemned in many parts. Here's another thing. See, speaking of the word condemned, why is condoned and condemned so so similar? Uh, have you found this photo of Putin? Hey, yeah. here's a new segment on the show. It's called Putin or Cutin. And what is that photo? Putin you, or Cutin? Have you gone down to the one with the deer? The one with... Oh, wow. Putin <laughs> or Cutin? <laughs> this is... Welcome to Slag Out Podcast with this new segment called Putin or Cutin. Now, Ben, we need to pop these photos up here so people can see. Is this, hey, are we going to say Putin or are we going to say Cutin? What are you saying about the deer? Oh, definitely Cutin. Mm. And what about the one with the dogs? Mm, it doesn't quite do it for me. You're more into the deer than the dogs? It, it's because he's feeding it. Yeah, but I mean, he's, he's not feeding it, it well. It, it's kind of like, it's pouring all over its face. It's kind of, And he's staring like off in the distance. So say, say right, I'm looking down the camera and I'm feeding the camera. This is Putin feeding the... You know, it's not It's not going to be... It's not going right in there. You know what I mean? What's What do we call your dog? Remember we had a nickname for it? Oh. Diego Wang or something? <laughs> yeah. Sergio Wang, was that it? Oh, something like that. Something weird. But like... He is like he's a, a small dog, isn't he? But yeah. So like you would prefer if Putin was lying there with a really small dog, whereas he's in fact they actually look like my dog and your dog. It's just a wee small dog and a big dog, and he's like, I mean, I don't know. 
they they're either licking his hands or sniffing his fingers. Either way, cutting to me. Have you if you type in um, Vladimir Putin animals into Google Images? Yeah. Well, let's have let's have let's have some fun, eh? This is what the podcast <laughs> is about. I'm holding a wee a wee, wee puppy, just lovely. And there's one with them with koalas and everything. Oh wow! I mean, this is the new segment you never thought you needed, <laughs> Putin or Cutin. And here he is with a newborn puppy, and it looks like somewhere. Oh no! And his the friend with him is just holding it by the scruff. He's like, yeah, interesting. Um, have you gone to the far right of that search bar? Let me see. With him with a wee chick. With a chicken? Oh, why? Very cute. He's just hanging it up too. Definitely cutin. Um, <laughs> what I like to see the one of them topless with the horse. That's pretty sexual. He loves it. From all accounts, Vladimir Putin absolutely loves animals. I mean, absolutely zero regard for children because he bombed the maternity hospital. But I mean, animals, he loves them. Definitely cute when it comes to animals. Little babies, Stone Cold hates them. Um, but yeah, you know what? I Oh, wow. <laughs> Have you seen the one of him and dolphins? Please, <laughs> please just Google Vladimir Putin dol- dolphins. Yeah, the one yeah. thing over his shoulder. Yeah. He looks like he, he's a. He's one of the dolphins getting very friendly with him. Yeah, I mean he's having a great time. I mean, and you've seen the one beside that with him with a seal. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Why do these exist? I I don't know. What I like, there's one there of him like the Zohan, you know, swimming in the water like with just ridiculous breaststroke. <laughs> you know what? Like, say what you want about Vladimir Putin, but these photos of him with animals are pretty wholesome. You know, like he's an awful guy clearly, but these photos are pretty. She just took these photos and just dropped them all over Russia and everyone can just see. Yeah. This is his nice side. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily, if you're like, if you were uh, Vitaly Klitschko, you wouldn't like to get a postcard of Putin just feeding it there. You know, he'd be like, I, no, I, I, that's not going to do it for me. Um, But I mean, I, I would go as far as to say there seemingly never been a dictator with as many photographs of animals here listen we're going down a wormhole here Ben dictators with animals let's let's see dictators with animals could we go weird Hitler with a dog nice um, a German shepherd of course he has an Alsatian um I mean, mainly just Putin again. Putin's Putin's doctor. He's a doctor Doolittle of dictators. Um, the dictator Doolittle. There you go. When you're on the podcast. Um, but you know what? I'm dis- I'm disappointed by that. Putin drew me into a false sense of security, wherein I thought like there'd be loads of really great photos of dictators with animals. Alas, there's not. Now there is one picture here that may or may not indicate that. Um, Mussolini had a, a, a pet lion which would be totally baller and I mean didn't really help even, this is a great headline even history's most evil dictators had pets Vladimir Lenin had pussies which don't write pussies write cats hey see if you're writing this article don't write Vladimir Lenin's pussy okay write Vladimir Lenin's cat somebody's written this being like they had they they had things to, they had uh, pets too. Vladimir Lenin had a pussy, and that's what it said. Vladimir Lenin's pussy. Adolf Hitler's German Shepherd called Blondie. 
I mean, he must have been a big fan of Debbie Harry, who, when I say that out loud, realised wasn't the thing until like 30 years after Hitler had decorated the bunker with his bones. Um, let's see this. Yeah, Mussolini was one of the founders of Italian fascism, an OG. Yeah, when he wasn't really busy ruling Italy with an iron fist, he was ruling it with a rubber fist, um, he still somehow... He found time for hobbies. And what was Benito Mussolini's hobby? Lion taming. Of course it was. Obviously, like, what else is it going to be? Oh, I mean, what? <laughs> this is pretty fresh. Joseph Stalin did dog experiments, right? And this particular article that I'm reading has a picture of, it looks like a schnauzer, but, like, it's not like you'd imagine, like, the, the Nazi experiments. It just has, effectively, like, a trolley tied to it, and it's just bringing tea. Which is nice, we did dog experiments to try and make it do things. Pablo Escobar wasn't a dictator, he was a drug dealer, but he had hippos, we all know that. And you know that he like ended up, whenever he got caught, like just all the hippos from his estate are just like roaming around Colombia now, and like riding and stuff, and like, he is effectively one of the number one hippo conservationists in the world, inadvertently, which I really enjoy. Um, now here's a book that I would like to make for my children. Would you like to hear the book that is, Ben? Yeah, yes, please. Muammar al-Gaddafi's animal farm. <laughs> Muammar al-Gaddafi seized control of the Libyan government in 1969 and ruled until he was overthrown in 2011, which, by the way, 11 years ago, seems like yesterday. Um, during his reign, he kept... He, or, no, during his reign, he decided to create a personal animal farm with over 500 ostriches, camels, hybrid cattles, which I'm keen to see. Like, I like an experiment there. Um, and many different breeds of sheep and goats, all of which Al-Qaddafi shagged. Weird. Um, but that's pretty great. Kim Jong-un has a dog zoo, which is pretty great. Um, and Fidel Castro had a favourite cow, which, I mean, that's a great way to end that, isn't it? Now, in fact, there's one thing I just want to talk about that's actually the very last entry on this. And I think this is the best thing I've ever heard from a dictator. Don't hear it, Ben? Eddie mm-hmm. Amin, right? This is full fucking James Bond shit here. Eddie Amin have man-eating crocodiles. Isn't that great? Like, it, not enough of that goes on in real-life dictating, does it? As opposed to vegan crocodiles? Correct, as opposed to, like, ones that just sit there wearing, like, monocles with big moustaches and just, like, eat ferns by the riverbed. You know, these guys are man-eating crocodiles. You know? I mean, what people? I mean, for some reason, I think an ass-eating crocodile would be more enjoyable. But a man-eating crocodile. And what I like about it is, there's only been things that I've heard dictators do on a couple of occasions that have gone James Bond shit. And I think that if you're a dictator, you have to do James Bond shit. One of the other James Bond shit moments was when Kim Jong Un decided, like, one of his uncles had, like betrayed him, so he blew him up with anti-aircraft missiles, which is OTT, but also James Bond shit. And Kim Jong Un as well dresses like Blofeld, you know. Fair. Ever think about this? You know why in James Bond they didn't like like the, the, it was quite old school and, and there wasn't like as open to like same sex marriages as we are nowadays. Mm-hmm. Imagine this for a crossover: a couple of baddies in James Bond get get married, Blofeld an odd job. Yeah, and all I'm saying is the surname wouldn't be. Felt, if you know what I mean. It'd be job. It'd be called all job and blow job. There you have it. That's my joke. But yeah, not every dictator kept pets because they wanted to lavish them with affection. Some, like Eddie Amin, kept pets solely for the purpose of benefiting their regime. Amin, a Ugandan despot, which, by the way, 
Is it the, is the sun writing this? A fucking Ugandan despot there. Whoa, big whoa. Who killed and tortured. I mean, guess what? I mean, quite literally, I'm, I mean and I mean and I mean killed and tortured between 80,000 and 500,000 people in the 1970s for the purpose of everything from ethnic cleansing to personal vengeance. Now, that's my kind of dictator vibe, isn't it? Vengeance. That's what we're all about. He had a collection of pet crocodiles that he fed corpses to. Fair play to him. And did you ever watch the the, the movie The Last King of Scotland starring Forrest Whitaker? I don't think so. Yeah, or Michael Jackson called Forrest Whitaker. He um he did a great portrayal of of, of it, I mean. And in it, and I don't know entirely the factual accuracy of this, but he's like I mean was when I say this, I think Eddie Amin was a bit of a you know, as far as dictators go, there there was a bit of banter about him. You know, like he would he would do things and you'd be like, you know, whereas normal dictators would do it, you'd be a bit like, Oh, what? I mean would be a little bit like he'd think outside the box. So he did this thing where like if he was getting vengeance on people, he would swap their arms and their legs. <laughs> and it's a pretty sly thing to do, but he would like get his like personal doctor guy to like take people's legs off and put them where their arms should be and then put their arms where their legs should be and believe it or not Ben that killed people shocking and then you know what he did when he finished them fed them the crocodiles because Idiot means an original baller he's don't necessarily know about that maybe that's what we should do maybe do like a dictator special of the serial killing the podcast we'll look at some of the best dictators or some of the wildest ways Idiot mean is on that list that's for sure how do we end up getting on to that? Just talking about Putin? No, no, Britney Spears is pregnant, I think. Britney Spears is pregnant. We ended up talking about um, Lennon's pussy and <laughs> Mussolini's lion taming. And hey, the personal habits of Eddie Amin. You know what? Everything we were going to talk about this week has gone out the window. And here we are. How, how, how long have you even been talking about this shit for? It feels like about 20 minutes. Yeah, just, just over 20 minutes. Wow. What I was going to talk, yeah, about being hungover, not able to speak. That's a true story, right? I was at my father-in-law's 70th birthday on, mm, I want to say Friday night. And I still feel hungover now, it's Monday. And and I think I may or may not have had somewhere in the region of maybe 10 beers. Which, you know, that, that that's pre-drinking back in the day, whereas now my poor body can't take it anymore. I had about 10 beers, I'll tell you what I learned. See pensioners, they turn up like pensioners party. You can mark my words. Like there must be a phase where you go from you're really young and you think you're wild and you can party, and then you once hit your pension age, you rediscover your ability to party. Because pe- tell you this, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law were both up. Like it must, it must have been about seven or eight in the morning the next day. I actually think my father-in-law, who has seventieth birthday celebrations, went and played golf the next day, like early doors, and he's fine. And I wake up the next day, I feel like my head's going... I feel like I felt worse with this hangover than I did with COVID and about 10 beers. I did have some apple sours and a blue wicket, to be fair, but hey. Sue me, my hair was down, I was having a bit of fun, what can I say? And it's wild, like these these pensioners, they party. And all I'm saying is that I am not up to the pensioner standard. And I just want to let everybody know that ageism is a real problem nowadays. And people get out there, they get at old people, and they're like, oh, can't do this, can't... Old people can turn up. Old people, old people are the young people of tomorrow. <laughs> Work that out. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And yes, happy birthday to Norman. It was good. It was a good fun time. On the night, we ended up going on a party bus. Which, by the way, Ben, have you ever been on a party bus before? No. 
A party bus is effectively the one vehicle on the road that has absolutely zero road safety. I don't think it applies. Like, the highway code is not applicable to the party bus. Because you get on, you know what it is? It's, it, 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 it does travel, except there are just, like, seats on either side and a stripper's pole in the middle. Oh. There's there's flashing lights and, you know, pensioners just stri- stri- stripping. You know, unfortunately for me, I hear, you know, in Northern Ireland, we use pounds and sterling. And we don't have, like, you know, those $1 bills that you get in America. So it was awkward when I was just throwing fucking copper bellies at a pensioner strippers. But, hey, it was a lot of fun. You know, again, a pensioner skin can bruise quite easily. So if you really hit them with the copper pretty sore but it was good it was a fun time not one one seatbelt on that bus and also i think the driver had some sort of speed situation going on like you know if, well, if you hit 50 mile an hour you can't go below that he's just cruising around like fucking taking bumps and all and putting themselves out and all i dropped a bottle of, i say i dropped a bottle of wine i was responsible at the front of the bus for making sure the drink was okay and this bottle of wine rolled down down the aisle down on the like down the steps and like the door and the door i mean i think you could have opened it if you had, you know, I think you could have done that. I was sort of down, again, like something out of Mission Impossible, holding on to a stripper pole, trying to reach for the... Or, like, someone from the Fast and the Furious reached for this bottle of wine, and the taxi driver was like, I get it when you stop, mate. And I was like, no, it's a party bus. People are here to party. Let me get it. Got it. Near died. But it was a lot of fun. Pensioners are great. I love people that are older than me. I can wait to be... A, I hope I... In fact, I hope I make it to... The, I might even make it to being a pensioner. You might make it to be a pensioner. We could walk out here today and we could be shot by people who take offence at this podcast. Imagine imagine that. That would be tremendous. Imagine you and I both got murdered because someone didn't like something we said in this podcast. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. I know the annoying thing about it was nobody could come on and be like, hey, this is why they got murdered because, you know, it is it is what it is. Would you? Do you think your wife would be really pissed off at me? Why did you get annoyed? Why did you get murdered? Oh, because he made fun of sea swimmers. You know, people turn. <laughs> a sea swimmer turns up in one of those big, oh those, oh, dry what are they in a big dry robe and just whips a fucking Tommy gun out of it. Moses down. You know what the irony about that is? If a sea swimmer did that and they took a gun out of a dry robe and popped this off, you'd be like, if you weren't already dead, you'd be like, you actually do need a dip because you're out of order. You need to you need to refresh yourself. You get in there. You need to cleanse yourself. You need to focus because that's inappropriate. Yeah, did I, t- did I tell you I put a clip up? I did it at Ulster Hall. But I have about sea swimmers, which by the way, was born out of ranting on this podcast. That piece of stand up. You know what I might do? If well, say I might do. I might find it and send it to you to do. But I might find the first time I spoke on this podcast about hating sea swimmers, and if we can do a side by side bit to see what. Came. Was on at the very, very, very first episode before I was even involved. You have you not been involved in this since the, the very inception of the Slag Out podcast? Other than the weird podcast, it's not really. Was I talking about Sea Swimmers that long ago? I think it literally was what you started the whole thing on. Fuck me. I, I listened to one of my uh, original podcasts back, and it was not. Maybe that there's a should we do that on Patreon? We'll do a listen along, like the first couple, one of the first few episodes, and we'll just hear hear what it's about. Because I'm pretty sure one of my, <laughs> pretty sure one of my earliest episodes, um, I uh, started it by reading a message out backwards. Because I thought that would be funny, and the podcast was called the Weird Podcast. I realise now it was not weird; it was fucking stupid. But 
we all got to learn and we all got to develop, don't we guys? We don't come into this wonderful studio with this setup, this team we have now, without trying silly things. But that was a lot of fun. But people, let me just go on to the social media here and I'll read you some comments that people were, uh, were saying. One, like most people, to be fair, took it well. You know, most people were like, hey, this is all good. Oh, I'm very close to having 8,000 followers. Isn't that exciting? Um, oh, wow. Let's have a look. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, comments here. Let's see. Let's see these comments. Someone, I mean, there's certain, like, if you if you get at sea swimmers, there's a certain kind of, like, clientele that you're going to get. A lot... A lot of people took it for what it was, a bit of joke, a bit of fun, you know, a bit of joke. If you're a sea swimmer, that's all good, you know, enjoy it. But then there's this woman, need to try it, lad. Don't knock it until then. You know, need to try it, lad. And then this woman who's like, best feeling, don't knock it until you've tired it. Not even tried it, tired it. You need a dip because you need refresh because you said don't knock it until you've tired it. All being a hair, don't you knock it till you've tried it. Hey, guess what, newsflash, I've been in the sea before I'm 35. Except I don't get in the sea at Belfast Lock. Here's the difference between me and you guys, right? I'm better. <laughs> that just came. <laughs> well, I mean, isolate that, put it out there. Here's the difference between me, me and you. See, when I go on holidays, I get I am the manatee of the sea. You know, I'm just in there floating. I love being in the sea. But see, when it's Baltic outside and there, and you're getting into sewers. Like you're you're literally a teenage mutant ninja turtle. You're crawling about the sewers when you get down on the Helen's Bay Beach. You're like I'm so refreshed, but also I'm coming out with a third bollocks that grows in inside my asshole. That's what I'm saying. That water's dirty. All the rubbish being booted off a stem line. All those boats that Vladimir Putin sent from Russia that they're like, hey, guess what? Sanctions, nish nish. Sea border for you, Mister. All that, all these Russian guys are turning in the sea, and you're swimming, swimming in, cleansing your mind. <laughs> cleansing your face with Russian excrement that's what's happening we're seeing when I'm in Tenerife hey I'm in the water seeing when Lanzarote I'm in the water I've you know what I fucking went to Hawaii got in the water knock it until I've tried it I've tried it and I've knocked it and I do it on it's my podcast you know kiss my ass so there you go speaking of kiss my ass there's a guy out there who needs to hear this and he needs to hear it right fucking quick Sylvester Stallone Fuck you. You are stealing my brand. You're stealing... This new thing... Sylvester Stallone has started releasing NFTs, which for anyone who doesn't know what an NFT is, which is me, it's a non-fungible token. Let's exactly find out what an NFT is. NFTs are stupid, aren't they? A cr- crypto. They all just look like something people's fucking whacked up on Microsoft Paint. What is a non-fungible token? Let's see. It's a non-interchangeable unit of data stored in a blockchain and it can be sold and traded. Types of NFT data units may be associated with digital likenesses such as photos and audios. Maybe that's what we do. We become the first podcast to have, like, Northern Irish podcast of NFTs. Ben, look into that. Let's get us some NFTs. Here's the thing, another thing. Sly Stallone NFT. Are you looking at these, Ben? Sly seems to be a thing he does quite a lot of. Oh, what do you mean? What's What's he done? So, he had a... Is he going to sue me now? Planet Sly. He had a book called Sly Moves. Nice. It was like a workout video. Yeah. He partnered with a bottled water company called Sly Water. Maybe. 
Um, <laughs> Maybe he's going to sue me. <laughs> oh, I, I've just realised why it's Sly. Why? His name? Yeah, Sylvester. It's not Slyvester. It just took me a long time to realise that. No, exactly. He's not, he's calls himself... His name's Sylvester. Like, there's this guy... What's wrong? Like, what is wrong with him? Is, well, he should just call himself... I mean, albeit... Sile Saloon doesn't sound as nice, does it? Sile. But yeah, he has got this fucking thing. Um, the stupid fucking dyslexic fuck. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is called Sly. He is fucking Sly. Let's see, where is he in this non-fungible tokens? He's done Sly Stallone NFT, Planet Sly. It's they're just sh- it's, NFTs are just shit pictures. Ben, yes, get me an NFT for this podcast. Somehow work get out how to form NFTs, <laughs> and we'll sell it. The Sly Stone on Planet Sly. And you know what he calls the people. You know what he calls the people. Sly guys. It should be Sile guys. Dyslexic fuck. I've had enough of Sylvester. Listen, you know what? I'll fight Sylvester Stallone and I'll knock him out. Like, what age is he now? 60 or something? (laughs) So, New York, Sylvester Stallone created and curated Sly Guys, a limited edition series of 9,997 NFTs. Stallone's partnering with OpenSea, the world's first and largest NFT marketplace, to auction 25 rare one-of-one NFTs. These golden Sly Guys... Ben, buy me buy me a Sly Guy NFT to stick on this fucking this podcast somewhere. NFTs unlock much more than art stone said. They unlock experiences of all kinds of digital and physical goods. I love the new way for me to interact with my fans. Planet Sly is a unique from Parallel Access provides one of Hollywood's biggest stars. The Sly Guy NFTs have more than 250 incredible attributes like boxing gloves, crazy weapons, even Stallone's large dog. All this is is like real life Fortnite, isn't it? It's bullshit. People, oh, I gotta get, need to get the skins, mate. I need to get the skins. Oh, fucking give me the skins. Give me the skins. Stupid fucking Bell's palsy faced fuck. Ben, take him to court. Go to our lawyer. We're taking Slice alone to court. We're winning. Let's go. Sylvester is stupid prick how long have we been talking for I feel like I want to go home now because I, I feel like I'm on drugs I'm too hungover and this is too much for me just over half an hour there just over half an hour just over fuck me this might be a short one this week guys you know what I've just realised it's like nearly 10 o'clock and that was like a, a triple shot black americano I could not have been further from that bin if I tried. Like, literally, if I tried, could not have been further from the bin. What else? Do you want? What did you want to talk about this week? Anything you want to chat about? Anything at all? You were fucking talking some spouting some shit about the elections earlier, weren't you, you bore? Um, <laughs> so, you still want to do that? Look, I don't mind. I was just going to go through and make fun of their posters. Po- oh, you want... Like, let's see. Like, what What do we try and find out last, last week? Let's see. Um, Cause we very much have picked on one person last week. 
Matthew Robinson. I know, and fair play to Matthew Robinson. He reached out to say, please take the podcast down and I'll sue you. And that that is just very much a unionist and conservative approach, and I respect that. Um, but let's see, the DUP has defended the low number of female candidates it has running in the elections, with just a quarter of women making its list of candidates. The DUP is the lowest number of females in running for election out of Northern Ireland's five main political parties. Oh, I mean, why are you surprised? The DUP... Are a bit backward, but then at the same time, Sinn Fein are running the most because they're amazing. Nah, they're also whack. Um, oh no, Naomi Long is falling out with Arlene Foster, who, by the way, is no longer in to do politics. Really, she just kind of is, is a TV presenter, which is kind of weird. Um, let's see. This is the article we want here. Who will top the poll in your constituency, and whose seat is at risk? East Belfast don't care, North Belfast don't care, South Belfast don't care, West Belfast don't care, East Antrim don't care, East Londonderry don't care, Fermanagh South Throne don't care, Foyle don't care, Langham Valley don't care, Middle don't care, Newry Normand don't care, North Antrim don't care, North Down will stop. The UUP's Alan Chambers is the only candidate who triumphed in 2017 and is standing again for his original party in North Down this year. The DUP's Alex Easton is running as an independent. So... He's not the DUPs, is he, if he's independent? While Alliance's Andrew Muir, um, the, the Greens' Rachel Woods and the DUP Stephen Dunn were all co-opted with these fresh electoral faces and the fact that the first preference votes in 2017 were fairly close, closely spread among four of the other candidates. It could be a close race to see if the DUP can hold their two seats. Alex Easton is tipped to hold his seat, which would be the DUP's loss. You know what? So, I mean... Who, who, here's a personal question are you looking to vote for anyone this year do you think not massive you know what's annoyed me big time I was going to do an impromptu podcast with if someone wrapped the door you know if I went door to door I'd be come on in I'd get the mic out do a podcast just stand there waiting all day yeah but I listen speak to me mate but you know what I've been um, we were looking at some Alex Easton stuff earlier like whenever he was in the DUP I mean here's the thing I'm going to put my cards on the table not a big DUP fan you know what I mean? I joke about being one, not really. And I think if anyone's in DP, you're not going to get my vote. That's just fair. Again, there's other parties. I just won't, I wouldn't vote for Sinn Fein either for the same reason. I just disagree with a lot of uh, you know their Paul. Hey, I mean, what a what a woke guy. I disagree with a lot of their politics, man. You know, what I'm saying? I just think DP and Sinn Fein are the worst two parties. And then people be like, oh, we're so backward. Nah, they are what they are. They are better. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want no part of that shit. But um, Alex Easton's been having a pretty fun time on the on the election trail this time. We um, saw a pretty cool photo of him. Was he like hiding under like a like some sort of fence, looking for badgers? And he was like, "I'm protecting badgers." I mean, <laughs> this is the this is why you leave the DUP. You know, you're in the DUP. They're like, "We don't want a sea border. We don't want women to be allowed to be here. Ah, foreigners piss off." Whereas you leave, you're like. I'm saving badgers. This is what I'm... I'm hunting badgers and I'm saving them. And, you know, I've said before, Alex Easton's got that those sweet reverse curtains and he's just living his best life now inside the DUP. What I would like to know is, see when people leave the DUP, why they've left? They should spill the, be- the, the beans, shouldn't they? They should come out, goss about it. Do we tell all? Do a tell all. Like, I would love Arlene to do it, but she's still being, like, all fucking Arlene about it, isn't she? She's waiting for Hello to come along and offer the big money. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to give her it. You know who I want Arlene to do an exclusive with? Playboy. That would be an article I'd be keen to read. Imagine she did. That would start the world, I think. 
if Arlene was a Playboy model. I mean, it would undo all the sort of all the work she would do in terms of like the representation of women. And in a, in a, as, again, this is the awkward thing you say in a positive light. All that DUP shit aside, she has done you know incredibly as a, uh, to be the first minister in a world full of fucking backward bigoted men and stuff. You know, but you know if she wasn't in DUP, but I think that would be how how to just you know how how to digress a bit. Just do a full, a full centre page spread on Playboy, being like lying there, being like Sammy Wilson's a bastard. You know, he's not the only one that can fucking go naked. Get in the fucking wheat fields and all. Oh, that's what you want to see, Arlene Foster. Would you like to see Arlene Foster in play? You're, I don't know. You're either licking your lips or screwing your face up. I don't know what it's either. You're doing either this, or you're doing this, uh, and I don't know what it is. I wouldn't be that keen for it, to be fair. No. If you could see any politician nude in a magazine, who would you like to see? Who who would you be like, oh, that's what I want to see. That's my shit. I don't really know enough about any of them. Yeah, well, I'd like pick. to see Putin naked with a few poppies. That would do me. What, for, for modesty, just covering? Oh, no. No, no, he'd just be holding them both here with a root. <laughs> just holding two poppies by their scruff, just with a full fucking, with a big hammer and sickle out for the boys, like... <laughs> that's what I want to see and I just I'm obviously Playboy's a bit more sort of and you don't go nude in Playboy anymore Ben it's very artistic nowadays right okay you know obviously you wouldn't know that because you still buy a fucking hustler you dirty smut but you know I think I, I like to see Putin Putin rooting Putin that'd be maybe cuter cuter Putin rooting or Putin you know what I mean see so there you go you can have a bell end or be Vladimir Putin um so I mean out, out of fairness let's look South Antrim don't care South Down let's go don't care oh Jim Wells with long time DUP's Jim Wells not being selected to run this year oh here's another thing Jim Wells you know you blocked me on Twitter so maybe unblock me and we can talk again get you in the podcast um, Strangford you know what I don't mind Strangford because it's sort of down the, the peninsula a bit except it's in the other side of Strangford so don't care Upper Band don't care West Tyrone don't care so all I'm saying is if Alex Easton is the favourite and he wins in North Down and he's an independent come on the podcast and you can go head to head with the king you know we can see what you're going to do down there hopefully they you know they're apparently doing something the coastal path they want to widen the coastal path I don't want to widen it the whole way down from Hollywood of Bangor for mm-hmm. some reason yeah because I wanted a gold carriage to oh, be able to go from Hall, I need I need to be able to go from Bangor to the office here to record the podcast in elite style mm-hmm. And I've requested that happen, so... I'm going home at, what, half ten along there? Mm-hmm. Well, yep. Fair play. Fair play. Listen, all I'm saying is, it's my kingdom. Do what I want. And also, I've asked there to be, like, target points where you can put snipers to take out sea swimmers along the route as well. So, say what you want. Um, Listeners' questions. Let's get into it. Phil has said, did you see Stone Cold Steve Austin give Vinnie Mac a stunner at WrestleMania? Have you seen this, Ben? If so, how sad was it to see? Please please Google it now. Please try to find Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, Stunner, WrestleMania 38. Please check that out. Tell me if you're getting it up. Yep. Tell me what you think of that. From two years ago? Nope, from like two weeks ago. I think it's what it's most likely going to be. 3rd of April 2020 but the video was posted on 6th of April 2022 yeah go for that and see he turn around let me see hands in my beer 
Let's see. That's the one, yeah. Let's watch it. Here we go. I want to see your live response to watching this. Um, it's very nice of them to give him a beer. I know, because they've got a lot of history together, those two. If if Stone Cold ever gives you a beer, no matter where you are, just, just watch yourself. Because this is what he says. His whole slogan's DTA, don't trust anyone. And, you know, Steve Austin's, he's dished out a few stunners this day. Let's see. He has a wee cheers with him. Bear in mind, Vince McMahon's a 77-year-old man. Stone Cold's probably not too far behind, to be fair. Nice 60. Like Britney Spears. And <laughs> Slice Stone, here it goes. Look, oh. 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 Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> not ah, a good stone. There stunner. he goes. There he goes. R.I.P. Vince McMahon. Um, oh so, yeah, I did see it. It wasn't a good stunner. He, he botched it, it's safe to say. And it was quite sad to see a 70... Like, again, if Vince McMahon was at that party the other night, he'd be pretty scundered himself. He was not moving like pensioners can move. He let himself down there. Can you say Stallone is 75 and Vince McMahon is 76? Mm-hmm. So just... No, Stallone's 60. I've told you that already. <laughs> and he's also a twat. And he's also getting sued by me. So fuck you. Um, Brock has said, have you been to the Belfast Giants and do you think they should have more support? Uh, no. Absolutely not. Because they are all mad people like Mickey Bartlett has stepped out of line before and said what the people think about the Belfast Giants supporters and he received one hell of a backlash so like I'm walking out of here and getting shot up by someone popping a bloody Tommy gun over the dry rope Mickey's just going to see a film of the Odyssey there and he's going to have somebody pull off a Beneke out of one of those oversized Giants no I think the Belfast Giants are weird and I think the Belfast Giants supporters are weird and I have been to the Belfast Giants before, yes. And guess what? Shocker, it was weird. So, they sh- do I think they should have more support? No, I think people should support Linfield <laughs> and Cliftonville more. Um, John Joe said, if you consider changing the new show's title to Bitsesh, Agus Peachesh, I think you could score some sweet funding from those up at Stormont for spread and culture. Hey, listen, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for spreading culture speaking Irish language I'm all about that you know what I'm you know what I'm like Andrew Wilson has said I think people who dress as sea swimmers but obviously haven't been sea swimming or even worse I saw a couple of while back walking through town him in shorts and a sweater her in full dry robe with woolly socks etc in Lisburn quite far from any wild swimming spots hey two things I hate sea swimmers Lisburn merge them together the worst combo. In that instant, somebody should come along in a van and put both of them in the back of the van. And you know what they should do? An idiot, I mean, swap their arms and their legs, feed them to the Crocs. There you go. That's how that situation should be solved. But yeah, see, people wearing dry robes that aren't swimming are the worst people because dry robes look like a flasher's poncho. Like, if you're wearing a dry robe, you should have no pants on underneath it. You know what I'm saying, Ben? You should have no... If you're wearing a dry robe, your wee forsk should be touching... The, the dry of the rope you shouldn't have pantalons on shouldn't have t-shirt and I just think it's weird I think you should be allowed to set fire to any dry robes you see now last question of the day we're going to go it's from Naomi and I just want to say to Naomi that she has sent me two links on two consecutive podcasts for questions and both of them have not worked and if this link doesn't work you're fired so this link works and 
to be fair, a giant pair of ditties. So, I mean, if ever there's a way to get me back on side, that's it. I make 38 grand a month on OnlyFans as a giantess. Fans beg me to eat them. Oh, wow, this is interesting. Let's see a wee video. Does it work? I'll obviously keep the sound off it there. Oh, wow. This woman is... I mean, she just looks like a busty lady. I wouldn't say there's anything specifically giant about her. And she's... You know what I don't like? See these videos like are on TikTok where it's like this? And then they do say something? What's all that about? I'm not on TikTok. Um, yeah, this girl's just a giantess, you know? Um, fair play to her because she has certainly got a large set of drogbas on her. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what drogbas are, diddy Um... And OnlyFans model is making as much as 38 grand a month with fans being particularly excited by her acting like a giantess. Jessie Switch from Alberta, Canada joined the adult network back in 2020 with the aim of pulling in a bit of extra cash after leaving her warehouse job. The open-minded 33-year-old has proven popular among those with giantess fetishes with videos seeing her walking in slow motion towards her phone. Ben... Let's start this. I'll, I'll be a big giant bear. And we'll start putting that stuff. We'll, let's start an OnlyFans. You and me. Absolutely. If I could earn 38 grand a month, hey, I'm all for that. She's racked up, oh, 2,007 followers. 200,000. 207,000 followers on Instagram. It's jessie.switch.irl. Hey, Ben, follow her. Um, being funny and sexual is something that's seriously overlooked. I, can, I mean, listen, that's what you get on my Patreon. Funny and sexual. Um, I'm always interested to see where these kinks from. You know what people are saying? It's oh, so what she's done here? She has like got little tiny model people, and she's pretend to stand on them. And I mean, let's be fair. You know, she's saying that it's the giant, the giantism that's you know drawing the fans. I'm going to play devil's advocate here and saying it's just. A giant set of knockers is what's drawing the people in there because they are gargantuan bosoms and respect um, where it's due, you know. Um, fantastic. You know, good luck to her. I wish her well. Um, again, I sound like Donald Trump. And again, you're very lucky. Um, did that link work, Naomi? Otherwise, you'd been fired. So, as number one contributor to the podcast. That would have been a hurtful day for us. But speaking of hurtful days, I'm going to go home now because I've taken too much coffee and I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to lie in bed unable to sleep all night and I'm going to be tossing and turning and I'm going to be thinking about how I can make more money on Patreon by doing um, giant, gigantic videos. Is that a thing, Ben? Gigantic videos? Who knows? But by the way, seriously, thanks to everyone on Patreon. Patreon's doing really well at the minute. We're getting there. We're near. We're still nearly at that landmark. We're just a couple off. So, you know, get on over there. Have a nice time. Um... Let's see. Speaking of landmarks, over oh, one off eight thousand followers on Instagram. Wouldn't that be an achievement? Hey guys, look out for some more stuff always and see when I see you. Peace. I'm the slack guy.